Where are we going? Over the top. It's time to go over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hey guys. I know none of you listening to me probably know who I am, but I'm going to allow me to introduce myself. My name is, no, nothing. I felt like, you know, Jay-Z would come in on the back end or something, but apparently not. I mean, you know, Jay and I are friends and all, but I mean, he's just kind of busy today. So it's just me solo on the show for right now. What's up, guys? My name is Michelle Taylor Willis. And yes, you got to have all three names. It's a branded name. It actually sounds weird. Now, when people just say Michelle Willis, because I'm like, is that really my name? But yeah, Michelle Taylor Willis, all three names. And I am delighted, excited, so ready to have this show on 1100 AM, the real 1100. You guys know it was on previous station for about two and a half years. And big shout out um, to the mix in D.C., and the gang over there, they were amazing, and I loved being trained and and, and, and enveloped, so to speak, in that family. But we are now over here, and I love already, I mean, Greg, shout out to Greg. Can you give yourself applause? There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Greg, my producer, who I love already, who's absolutely proven himself. So you get to sing around. Thanks a lot. He's a man of many words. Um, And so many thanks to him. And then we're now actually a part of the iHeart Radio Network. Yay. 128 million subscribers have access to me. They're likely not all listening to me right now. But we're going to change that, right? We're going to change that. I'm talking to Desiree. Shout out to Desiree, one of my interns. She is nodding like intently in the background she's like yeah we're gonna change that miss michelle all right so let me just tell you guys who i am first of all thanks for listening and to those of you who follow me already and are listening because of me thank you for continuing to follow and support and telling all your friends for those of you who are new to me i'm a florida native i've been in atlanta for almost 17 years i can't which i i can't believe it's been that long but 17 years and i moved here to get married which I would tell women, like, never move somewhere to get married. But I was pretty much married already when I moved, so it was like, it kind of made sense. So, like, I moved here for, you know. But I would have because he's amazing, and so there's that. Um, and so I've been in, in Atlanta for 17 years, and I started off um, in sale as a sales rep, you know, medical device sales, pharmaceutical sales, did all of that, and, uh, and then transitioned into entrepreneurship. And so I had, um, I stayed in the medical space. I was in uh, medical consulting, um, had my own medical distributorship. I used to set up practices and consult with practices up and down the Eastern Seaboard. So like Florida, Georgia, uh, Atlanta, and all the other. Geography is not my thing. So all the other like Southeastern states, <laughs> I was there, Alabama. And, um, and then about uh, almost seven years ago, I bought a magazine and launched into media and that is legitimately that was what changed my life I got into media and and my business partner shout out to Donald Hawkins at the time who we bought the magazine together the magazine was one month old and I'm sure you guys have heard of this magazine South Fulton Lifestyle So Food Lifestyle magazine because it is like 
the best magazine in Atlanta. Um, and so he said, this magazine is going to put you on the map. It's going to make you a national name. And I was like, really? It's like, you know, it's this small part of Atlanta. Like, this magazine's going to. And he was like, it absolutely is. Just wait. And that was, you know, almost seven years ago. And Quavi, my guest, who we're going to learn more about here soon, can attest because Quavi has known me for the last, shoot, 13, wait, how old are our kids? 10, 11, wait, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16. Wow. Yeah. And our kids have been in school. Nine years. So mm-hmm. I've, we've known each other almost nine years, mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. But remember, I, I knew you when you were sales rep, right? Pharmaceutical rep. Oh, my gosh. I so used to go back. on. That's what I was saying. Exactly. When Let's you were nodding, back. I was like, you didn't wait. Know what, that's what I, I was heard, nodding. That's it's right. It's been a while. I used to call on yeah, Kingsley, yeah. Dr. Agbe Agbe. Yeah. Yeah. When I first moved here, oh my gosh, that's sure. crazy. Yeah. I sure did. Mm-hmm. I was a uh, I was selling glucometers, yes. one touch meters. <laughs> one touch yeah, meters. Exactly. And you were doing like nutrition stuff yeah, in, the office, in the office, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had your meal plan. So I've yes, seen you kind of exactly. grow. I can't wait yeah. to talk to you guys more. Um and, and have Quavi talk to you guys more. Yeah. But that's right. When I was a I was medical mm-hmm. device rep. So you've seen it. You can yep. see yeah. like yeah, how it's growth. completely yeah. changed. Correct. Um, and so he, when he said that, I was like, all right, cool. That's fine. Whatever you say, Donald. And then uh, we had the magazine. And then um, I got into radio a little bit. And then uh, I got approached about a TV show. And then uh, billboards. And before you know it, we went from... South Fulton Lifestyle Magazine to Gagno Publishing to now Gagno Media. And we are growing to be a billion-dollar media company. Yes. Yep. Yep. There you go. All the snaps. All the things. All the snaps. So um, I'm married. I have four kids. Um, I'm an author. Uh, My publication, South Fulton Lifestyle Magazine, has won Publication of the Year three years in a row in Atlanta, um, we've been honored several times. Um, I've been honored in all kinds of different ways, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about myself. I just want to give you guys an idea. So just Google me is kind of what I'm telling people at this point, you know, and then that way you can, you know, you can learn on your own. Um, so anyway, so I'm excited to be here. I'm hoping that you guys on the other end of the speakers are excited that we're here. And our goal at Over the Top is to make sure that we bring you guests who are over the top. And for those who know me, like when I told them the name of the new radio show, Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis, they were like, yeah, that sounds about right. Because you're full of drama and you're full of over the topness. And so I think that's a compliment. I'm going to take it as a compliment, right? We turn the negative yes, into positive, right? Sure. Um, and so the whole thing is just making sure that we continue to bring you um, great guests. Um, Some of them you may know, some of them you may not know, uh, but they're full of knowledge. Um, These are people who can pour into you and give you uh, information and you can buy their products and their books like we'll see today. But really, these are people who should be inspiring you to be over the top. For me, success is not a thing. It's significance. Right. We want to live in the realm of significance. And the only way you can really live in the realm of significance is if you strive to be over the top. you got to be great. Good isn't enough. you got to be better than the next guy or gal or both of them. And so that's what we're about. So as we go through this process, yeah, you guys will learn more and understand more. 
And I have to say a special thank you to Kwavi for bearing with us through this because we're like, you know, brand new station, brand new show, you know, brand new intern, brand new producer. He's full of energy, too. Can you see him? Just yeah. I mean, he's yeah. just going, you guys can't see him. But he is like, I mean, when I tell you he's bouncing off the walls in the booth, I can't keep him sitting down. It's really, it's aggravating, actually. He's moving around so much. Um, so, all right. I want to make sure I introduce you guys, our guests, before we hit our first break. And I think it's a, did you bring your crown? You did bring your crown. Of course I brought my crown. I, I don't know. If you guys, you should follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Michelle Taylor Willis so that you can listen, but then you can also see because the shenanigans that likely will happen here will be amazing. But wait, am I allowed to touch the crown? I'll, I'll let you touch it this time. Go ahead. I mean, but I can't wear it, can I? <laughs> no, you cannot. Oh my gosh. She ain't playing no games. <laughs> Kwavi Agbeyagbe, guys. And before I get to the crown, piece of her um i just want to give you guys a little bit of who she is and what she does so she's a certified life coach she's an author she's an international speaker she's passionate and she's intentional about promoting positive narratives for women in their 50s and over, over 50. And over. And uh, again, you guys, at Michelle Taylor Willis on Instagram, so you can actually see her. When If you looked at this woman, you would not believe she's 50. Uh, but I, like you've watched my journey. I've watched your journey. I remember when you were in Dr. Agbe Agbe's yeah. office, yeah. putting meal plans together yeah. for diabetes patients yeah. and, and trying to get people off di- uh, diabetes meds. and Correct. To like moving to like doing it outside of his office, to like speaking and then promoting healthy lifestyle. I mean, and then like writing books and having wellness retreats in Malaysia <laughs> for for women. Um, it's amazing, amazing, amazing what you've done. And you've created a national platform for yourself. So I'm just so excited that you are here. Thank you. I am excited that I'm here too. You this are? This is good. Yeah, yes. she's like dancing. Yeah. That's her thing. She oh, dances. Yeah. I dances. Yeah, I dance a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember when you were in your bikini on, what was that, Fox 5 a couple years ago or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I'm, I'm sure you still have pictures of that on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. Her <laughs> husband's like, yeah, girl, put those, put that bikini on. Let's do it. All right, so before we go to break, yes. go ahead. I mean, I gave you my synopsis of who I think you are, but I couldn't even scratch the surface. Let everybody know who you are and what you do. So I'm a life coach, just like Michelle said. And what I'm passionate about is inspiring women to rediscover their purpose and passion. A few years ago, I realized that I was doing a series of interviews, and I noticed that women in their 50s and over felt invisible. That was actually the word they used to describe themselves. Invisible. Invisible, yes. And so for me, I was like, oh no. I'm like, hold up. You have lived to this point. You have so much experience and wisdom and now you're going to fade into the background. I'm like, no, no. That's not going to happen. And so for me, and I I do understand that there are some women that want to do that and that's okay. But I know there are lots of other women that don't want that for themselves. And so my goal is to give them just a little glimpse of the possibilities that are available to them so that they can just open up this next chapter and create it on their own terms. And and that's what I'm that's what I'm about. It's like I want to create this movement of women where we just change the world. Because I think we live in a very youth obsessed society mm. where everything is like on the youth. Right. And they almost, you know, push this narrative once you hit over fifty, like you need to fade into the shadows. 
And I'm just not about that. I'm like, this is our time to shine. So, all right, let me ask you this real quick. Because you said women over 50 feel invisible. Is that self-imposed? Is that society? Is that, what do you think? I think society for sure. Okay. Because when you look around, when you hit a certain age, you really don't see images of yourself around. Um, you see, you know, and then things are changing for you. Your body is changing. You have menopause. If you're in corporate. Well, your body hasn't changed. I mean, you have the body of a 21-year-old. So I don't think so. There but, is that. That, but thank you for that comment. I don't think so, but that's all good. <laughs> and then, you know, you you know, if you're in corporate, you might be noticing that all of a sudden you're being passed over for certain positions. And so those things are real. However, we don't have to accept that as our story. We can change that narrative. And that's what I'm all about. And I'm glad you said that. And we're going to dive into that, too. Mm-hmm. Changing narratives. We talk about that a lot, even with the magazine, right? The magazine is centered around Southwest or South Atlanta, where people are like, why would you put a luxury mm-hmm. magazine down there? Because we need to tell the story. Exactly. Right? If you yes. don't tell your story, somebody else will. And likely, you won't like what they say. Exactly. And that's what happened. You know, South Atlanta and Sofu, as I call it, yeah. those eight cities. Yeah. People didn't like what they were saying about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, we're going to tell them what to say. Exactly. And so as a woman over 50, yes, and as women over 50, oh, I'm not, I'm 31, so I have a, mm-hmm. a long, long ways to go. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and I always plan ahead. But we got to, yes, I'm planning ahead. But yeah, we get to create that narrative. All right, we're going to take a quick break, guys. We got some cool stuff coming up at the top of the hour. We got senseless shenanigans coming up. Somebody did something crazy and stupid. We're going to shout them out today or make them feel crazy. But you're listening to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis on The Real 1100 AM. We got Kwave Agbe Agbe. Stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Okay, I am now officially impressed. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I know you guys are watching me at Michelle Taylor Willis uh, on IG Live. Can't hear what I can hear. But I just had, like, literally the most amazing bumper. That's called a bumper, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm I'm just talent. I don't know all that lingo. No, that bumper was awesome. And I'm actually, we're going to have to do... I'm going to have to get the audio for that so that you guys can hear that. But it was amazing. Thank you, Greg. Another reason why I like you so much. Our long history of relationship is just showing through right now. Guys, welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis, where everything we bring you is over the top. We're here on the real 1100 AM and also the iHeart Radio Network. What's up, iHeart? Shout out to everybody that's listening right now. And I know that people are because you're texting me and telling me. Shout out also to all my IG peeps. What's up, IG at Michelle Taylor Willis. Thank you so much for your support. And in the studio right now, we literally have one of the most amazing people over 50. Maybe the most. Well, no, my mom. My mom first. And then you. Not that you're anywhere near close to my mom, but she's over 50, so it kind of qualifies, right? That's right. Um, I'm not even going to call you by your name anymore. I'm just going to call you Queen. Because she is the queen, and she has literally, I, I'm the queen of Sofu, but I, nobody's given me a crown yet. But this woman is walking around with the crown, Miss Classic Georgia. And all you got to do is go to her Instagram, at Quavi underscore TV, and you can see all of her amazing But You can see 
why she is literally Miss Classic Georgia. But congratulations on that. We're going to talk Thank about you. that. But first, I want to give people a really good sense of who you are and how you became to be this amazing individual, right? Because we want to inspire people. We want mm-hmm. pe- we want more qualities. Yes. Definitely. We want more qualities. Yeah. So I'm sure people can tell by your last name, Agbe Yagbe. It's yes. your husband's last name, but yes. Kwavi. Yes. You are not from originally these parts. No. <laughs> no. Born and raised, well, born at least where? And parents from? Um, so born in England. Mom's Nigerian. Sorry, dad's Nigerian. Mom is from Togo, another West African country. Togwa? Togo. Togo. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. So that's a French-speaking country. My dad's from Nigeria. Wait a minute. Hold up. Stop the presses. Yes. Poetou Francais? No. Oh, God. All right. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I grew up in England, went to Nigeria for middle and high school, and then moved back to England for college. And after college, I graduated and moved to the States for work. And I've been here ever since. I love the accent because it's like, it's an English African accent. Exactly. Like, you know, it's almost like you, you can literally place where you're from. and what, You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, okay, so talk to us about, because, first of all, being born in England, mm-hmm. as a, I, I, this is something I've always been curious about, as a black person, mm-hmm. did you see, like, racism growing up? Was that, like, a thing, or? It probably was, but I guess I wasn't aware of it. Got it. Because by the time I left, I'm, you know, middle school, I didn't really, you know, I couldn't really, I wasn't really aware. Mm. Um, but for sure, there is racism in, in England. There is. And then going to Nigeria was like, I went to Nigeria at the best part of my life. Like, that was the best time to go because think about, you know, you're really shaped by middle and high school. That's mm. when you really come into your own. So right. I went there where it was like, that was the best place to be, where everyone around me looked like me. Mm. Right. And so I was able to get that formidable support and foundation that I needed to become the person that I am today. So that was perfect for me, I think. Did it do anything in terms of heighten your awareness of self as a black woman? Well, that's interesting. I don't think so. I was just aware that I could do whatever, mm. you know, because in Nigeria, no one is really saying, oh, you have to do this because you're a black person. You know what I mean? You're just mm. doing it because you are. Right. And, and no, everybody's black, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we're doing it more because, okay, this is a Nigerian thing to do. You have to kind of, you know, you have to go to school. You have to do these things. You have to aspire for the best. That's what was instilled in me. And then when you, you move away, you realize that those things come in handy right. big time because you now move into societies right. where... Sometimes you're judged by the color of your skin Mm -hmm. and you kind of have to kind of navigate that path. I mean, when I first moved to Atlanta, I'll be honest, when I first moved, I didn't move to Atlanta. I was in Boston, straight from England. And when I moved... Straight from England. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) So silly. (laughs) And then, but what I noticed was I was not aware of African-American history. No, had no clue. Right. Because... Nigeria, they didn't teach. They don't teach, right. And they didn't teach that in England either. So I was, I had no knowledge. And so I had to learn this on my own. And I was fascinated. When I say fascinated, fascinated so much that I changed my name. So moving from. Wait, hold on. So what was your, okay, so this is, you heard it here first on the Over the Top show with Michelle Taylor Willis. Little known fact about, well, who are you really? (laughs) Double agent spy lady. So when I moved, because most of the people that know me, know me as Christy. That is, yeah, that's That's your given name? That's my first name. Mm -hmm. Christy. So when people say Christy, 
I can tell, okay, so where'd you know me? You know, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay. You're like, uh-oh, they've okay. got the secrets. Yeah. And, and but then, Christy. Yeah, but oh it was God, interesting. Christy. After reading a lot of stories, I started really reading a lot about the African-American history and what African-Americans went through in this country. I just had this feeling that Christy didn't suit me anymore. And so this is it. This is interesting because my first name was Christy. And my last name was Bello growing up because my that was my, my last name. Christy Bello. Christy Bello before I got married. But what I noticed was when I would apply for j- jobs, because back then when you would apply, they're not calling you in. They're just looking at resumes and then you just, they start you up right. an interview, you just go in. Sure. And I could always tell that when I would walk in, they, they were, were like, they were surprised. Yeah. Wait, and who, I was like, what? Oh, yeah, we're waiting for Christy Bello. Oh, and, and take it a step further. I didn't even use Christy. I used Chris. And so most oh, of the Oh, a guy. They were looking for a male. They were looking for a white male. Yes. So like, and, oh, wow. You. Okay. And yeah, yeah, I yeah. was in IT. So that, the whole thing, that did they not. just thought. Because this okay. was back in what? Like, oh, my goodness. That was back in the early um, 90s. Okay. Definitely yeah. So that's, that's all mm-hmm. That's all day white male. Yeah. And, you know, IT was like, even now it's still predominantly male. But back then was even like really right. male dominated. And so I could sense the kind of shift when I would walk in like uh. and so all of that kind of got me thinking I'm like and then started reading the history I'm like done I'm not doing this anymore I'm like I am I just felt like you know what I don't have to answer Christy anymore. And so I decided to take on the name my mother gave me, which was Kwabi. And I was like, this is it. So your mom, when did your mom give you that name? Oh, she came when I was born, like ages ago. But Christy was on your birth certificate. Yes, Christy was on my birth certificate. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your mom and your dad. Because you said your mom was Nigerian. No, my dad. Your dad was Nigerian. Nigerian. My mom's from Togo. Mom's (laughs) from Togo. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you had two African parents, basically. Mm -hmm. What was it like being raised by Africans because I know people you know we all group everything together yeah. right black mm-hmm. is black yeah. and it's not oh, there's no. a whole different culture different. there's a whole different everything mm. what was that like and how did that influence how you operate today let me just say this I was raised by Nigerian parents because <laughs> Nigerians rule <laughs> and anyone listen I listen I had Nigerian that. doctors I know like they I'm, don't the Togolese <laughs> part was kind of like there but it was Nigerian all the way. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's just how it was. And so know. as your kid, our viewer, I mean, our listeners, a little bit, I'm used to being on TV. Yeah. I probably didn't mention to you guys that I do have a TV show. According to Michelle, you can watch it every Wednesday at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. <laughs> on the VTV network on Roku and Amazon Fire. Shameless plug. And we're back. <laughs> so <laughs> so educate our listeners about what what is what is Nigerian? What does that mean? I was raised by the you know, Nigerians rule. Like, yeah. give us a sense of what so that's Let like. me give you a sense. A sense of, you know, you school is like paramount. No if, ands, or buts. You do the work, you get good grades, that's it. It's like, no if, ands, or buts. Respect, you you just respect your parents. That's just the way it is. It's like your elders, you know, you don't mess with that. And, and just the way you show up in the world, they want you to show up boldly. That's right. Like, you just don't come in trying to be like, no. Like, show up boldly. Over the top, proudly. even. Over, oh, yeah. You know I'm over See the See what top. I did there? I'm extra. You are, but it's <laughs> in a very good way. I love it. But that's But that's part of my upbringing. And I'm comfortable with it. You know, I mean, there was a time when I was like, ah, but now I'm I'm so comfortable with it. Yeah. And that's part of my Nigerian upbringing. And I love it. So your did was there this clear division of traditional male, female roles? Oh, yeah. Then? Oh, yeah. And so that's the other part, too, where it's kind of interesting because that I don't subscribe to. <laughs> 
No. Not at all. No, because I don't think it really makes sense. I mean, seriously. I mean, so I'm taking the good and the bad. I tell, And that's what I tell them. You know, I always tell these to my clients. Like, if you are fortunate to have been in different cultures, take the take the pieces of it that work for you. Right. That's it. Because oftentimes we focus on the bars that don't work. Yeah. And we complain and end up, in, you know, depressed. And, and well, well, you can, parts. yeah, just take parts. the good parts of everything keep and keep it moving. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. But I love how you said you don't describe it. You're like, yeah, nope. no, I'm nope. not. I'm, I'm not going to be honest. Nope. Don't. I'm not doing it. No. And, but, yeah, and I'm fortunate to have a husband who is like minded like me. So it works for us. Yeah. And you guys have been married how long? Um, 21 years. 21, okay. in 2000. So, yeah. do you have sisters, brothers? No sisters, just brothers. And I love that. Okay, are you, where do you fall in line? <laughs> I'm in the middle. So you're the, are you the middle kid? Yeah, I'm the middle kid and the only girl. See, that's why you're over the top, always looking for attention. Now, <laughs> <laughs> these middle kids, uh, yikes. With we're, the good, we're all good, though. But see, you know, the thing about being a middle child, especially if you're a second child, you're like, it's just like you have that rebellious streak. That works for the good, you know, it works for all your good. Right. Because, you know, the firstborn is kind of like, you know, trying to Wait a minute, be everything. careful now because I'm the firstborn yeah, of the girls, yeah, you know, so. Yeah. But it Watch works. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm the only girl and I have two boys, so it's like perfect. Yeah, it you're a boy well. mom. Yeah, you're yeah, a boy mom. Boy mom. So you fall in. So you're, but you're, okay, so you had all, all boys mm-hmm. and you were in the middle. So you're used to being taken care of, but then you're also used to nurturing as well, right? Because... Well, kind of. Yeah. See, my my brother, who was younger than me, we're only 15 months apart. So as far as he was oh, concerned, we were you're like... Y'all are like twins. <laughs> yeah. I'm like twins. Yeah. How much older is your older brother, though? Two years. Got it. Mm-hmm. So did he kind of do the, you know... No. Are you serious? I'm bossy. They, th- they thought I was older. They were th- His friends would always thought I was older because I was just bossy. <laughs> you bossy? I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. No way. Yeah. You not bossy. <laughs> Do you guys think she's bossy? That's not possible. <laughs> Instagram was like, oh, yeah, we can see it. Oh, you see it. But, okay, so, all right, I know we got to take another break. This is awesome, though. So, all right, so we've learned mm-hmm. Nigerians don't play at all. Mm-mm. But I think a lot of people who come in, people who know Nigerians know, like, on any level, business, yes. education. Like, again, I called on Nigerian physicians. Yeah. And when I got my consult, when I had my consulting company, a lot of my clients were Nigerian. So you know. And so I was like, listen, these, <laughs> I have to be ready to negotiate. Yes. I got to have, I'm like, goodness gracious. I'm like, seriously. You like, have to this, come correct. This is real. what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, Dr. Agbe Agbe. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Why? I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Where, wait, real quick before we go to, where's Kingsley from? Nigeria. So he's Nigerian yes. as well. You're and he Kingsley, was born in England too. Husband. Both of us were. So yeah. you guys have that all the, okay, we yeah. got to dive into that. And we got to <laughs> talk about how he feels like being married to a beauty queen. Guys, you're listening to the Over the Top Show with Michelle Taylor Willis on the real 1100 AM. We got Quavi in the house, and I'm bossy too. So I'm telling you, if you touch that dial, we're going to have problems. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. I am, like, so tickled by that. I feel like it's never going to get old for me. I mean, like, that's awesome. I got to get the audio track of that so I can put it out so everybody can hear it. Because, you know, in my old station, the music was always 
excuse me, you could hear like on the breaks, you could hear the music playing on the breaks. Um, and so it wasn't just in the ears. So now people can't hear that. So I'm going to make sure you guys, because it's worth it. It's so good. Isn't it adorable? It is great. <laughs> and he did that all on his own. Jeez. I feel like you need a hero cookie. Maybe next week you'll be a Wednesday's wonder. That's my other segment. We got senseless shenanigans coming up at the top of the hour on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on The Real, The Realist. Can't get no realer, 1100 AM. Of course, we're on the iHeartRadio Network, too. Go find us. Find me. Over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. And I've got Quavi. Actually, Christy. I've got no, Christy Bella. Do <laughs> we are not doing that. You know. Like, you can't tell now me you stuff. Know. You can't tell me stuff. Well, uh, you know, like, millions of people now know. So, yeah. well, your people, secret. Some people didn't know. Your secret yeah. is safe with us. All of us. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so you're you're going to say you go to college and yes. you come out of school. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking you're going to do? I'm um, working IT. That was my background. So I was like, okay, I'm going to become a consultant, do all those things. No, I no life coaching, and you're like none of that had ever kind of crossed your or well, speaking. Well, okay, speaking did because right from childhood, I was always speaking. I was doing the narration. Really? Yeah, I would I never have guessed. Oh yeah, because even in Nigeria, I was in a um, TV show. <laughs> you're so funny. Yeah, you took your minute. You took your <laughs> minute. <laughs> Yeah, so it was, yeah, I I knew it was coming, but I just didn't know when. Now, the life coaching part was interesting. I look, if someone had told me life coaching, I would have said no, maybe more like the wellness part, because that was always something that played a major role in my life, even as a teenager. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but not the life coaching per se. Got it. Mm -hmm. So, you're going to go in, be in IT, being maybe go up the ranks, be an executive. Exactly. And what happens? All right, so I was doing that, and I, re- I mean, I really love IT. Even now, I'm still, like, into it. But I realized I wanted to do more. And the life, the weight loss coaching thing kept coming up. Like, mm. how to help women just live a healthier lifestyle. Right. And with Kingsley being yep. a physician owning his own practice, yep. it gave me and that And diabetes. Platform. Yes, and then a lot of his patients. So much, right. So that came into play. And then I went back to do my master's, and I did my master's in medical informatics, and my thesis was actually on using social media to help monitor diabetes patients. Diabetic Wait, so patients. how long ago was that? Oh, my God, that's been a while. That was my kids were like three and six was, when I did There was that. social media? Oh yeah, no social media then. Oh, yeah. It seems like it's such. A, oh. It just seems like it's such a new phenomenon. No, but, it's yeah. not. No, no, no. Okay, mm-hmm. so medical informatics, mm-hmm. and and then you. The so thesis was on using social media, media to to manage diabetic patients, and while I was doing that, I found out, which I didn't know prior to that, yeah. that when when patients lose weight, it helps to improve their diabetes Mm -hmm. but I didn't know that until then and I was like wow and that's when I started this whole journey in learning how to help the patients in the office lose weight and that's when I went back to got it and that's where it started from Mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing yeah I mean I think so much is tied to how we view ourselves and how we feel yeah but if we feel you know if we don't feel healthy we don't act healthy Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and everything does I mean our bodies We'll do whatever we tell them to do. Yeah, I agree right? with that, though, because I, I always believe, like, even to take it a step further, it's really our thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? And right. your thoughts determine how you feel mm-hmm. all day, every day. Because you, your thoughts are always going to be aligned with your feelings. You can't have happy thoughts and feel, like, depressed. That's it right. It just doesn't, you know, it doesn't it align. doesn't match, sure. And then when you feel a certain way, that's going to, you know, depending on how you feel, you're going to act in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then you see the results in your life. So it, it all plays, you know, it's, it goes that way all the time. 
So it's funny. I don't know if you know this, but my mom is like a huge health advocate. Like we were eating tofu mm-hmm. back in 1985. Okay. I mean, and nice. like no red meat yeah. and no wheat. Exactly. Oh, yeah. My mom would not even, my grandma obviously was raised in the South. My mom would not even allow my, my grandmother. She couldn't even bring pork in her house. And she was like, Mama, you can't. She was like, I don't want that near my pots. I don't want, you know. Um, and my mom was just a huge, she used to make us birthday cakes. Oh, my God. Out of wheat flour. And honey, it was literally, I'm not sure if I ever told you this, mom, but gross. Um, but you know what? But I, I get love that you though. so much. But I get that, though, because I, and kind of like your mom, I was the same way. When I was 19 was when I changed and stopped eating meat. Oh, you don't eat meat? I didn't know no. you were vegetarian. And people thought I was crazy back right. then. Can you imagine at 19 and your friends just hanging out? Which is such a thing now, right? Yeah. A, a 19, yeah. I mean, shoot, yeah. my 10 year old was vegetarian for a year. No. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, but, I, and, I, and it was hard to find food that you needed, but back I made then, it work right? back then. Yeah. yeah. Stopped the candy, only drinking water and Perrier. I mean, it was just interesting. And so some of my friends from back then, they're like, Wavi, you were onto something then. We just That's didn't right. know it. That's right. Yeah. And usually, I mean, the greats are, right? Yeah. The greats are. We're, they're doing things before anybody else is even yeah. thinking about yeah. it. And my mom says that now, like, oh, this ain't new. I I was doing this, you know. Excuse. I told you to drink apple cider vinegar when you were three. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to listen. <laughs> I've been giving you castor oil. I mean, like, it's like, okay, we get it. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, I got it. Okay, listen, we got to take a quick break on Real 1100 AM. And when we come back, we're going to dive into this pageant. Yeah. We're going to figure out how you really started focusing in on women over 50, all those good things. And the book, we got to get to the yes. book on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis on the Real 1100 AM. Hang tight. If you touch that dial, I'm going to hurt you. We'll be right back. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Like I said, it's just never going to get old. Welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis on The Realist, The Dopest, Real 1100 AM. And also the iHeart Network. It's Michelle Taylor Willis right here with you, Queen of Sofu. I miss Sofu. I love Sofu. I don't miss, I just miss it. I just miss the studio being in SoFu, but mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, SoFu's still a thing. For those of you listening, not in Atlanta or, you know, somewhere else in the, on the face of the earth, SoFu stands for the eight cities that make up South Fulton County in Atlanta or in the Atlanta metropolitan area. And shout out, speaking of Atlanta, shout out to Andre Dickens. Congratulations, our new mayor-elect who, talk about an underdog I mean, went from, like, barely making the runoff to winning, you know, being in the runoff, mm-hmm. and now uh, basically um, almost a landslide. I mean, he had a huge, he was like a 20-point lead over um, Felicia Moore. So congratulations to him. Also congratulations to Khalid Kamau, the new city of South Fulton mayor. Shout out to Mario Avery, who's the new um, Fairburn mayor actually is new and not new. I mean, he was mayor and then he wasn't. He decided to go do some things and he came back and ran. And um, and so now he's mayor again. And so those are uh, the only people that I can think about that I remember. But yeah, congratulations to all the winners in the local elections that we had yesterday. So we got Kwavi Agbe Agbe in here. I'm not going to call her by her government name or she will hurt me. <laughs> Um, and she's very strong and bossy, so I don't want to do that. Kavi's well, a life coach, international speaker, author, but really she's an advocate for all women over 50. So let's talk about that. How did you yeah. 
what made you say, all right, I'm going after this niche? And I love that you're so targeted, right? The more targeted you are, yeah. the better. So how'd you, how'd you say, this is where I'm going to land? So I, it wasn't really on purpose. What I had done was I was probably about 47, and I decided to do a series of interviews with women. And I was like, I'm going to speak to women who are already in their 50s. Let me see what's going on with them. They can give me some advice. I'm going into this new era, this golden circle. What can they tell me? And I was disappointed. Mm. I would say probably 80... That's when you heard the invisible mm, comment, right? Probably about 80% of the women I interviewed describe themselves as invisible. I'm like, what? That's crazy. I'm like, no, no. That, I'm like, how can you have so much experience and knowledge and now you're going to be like invisible? I'm like, no, that's not happening. And I decided I was going to do something about it. I, I felt like, you know what, it's like something, you know, kind of just in me just sparked and said, okay, Kwabi. You have to do this. This is your calling. And that's what I decided to do. Like, I am going to be the poster child for women over 50 and letting them know that they can do anything that they put their mind to. So we, I asked you earlier, before we took the very first break, if you thought it was self-imposed or if you thought it was society. society. Mm. And you said you felt like it was societal. Yes, right? I think it's societal. Mm -hmm. How does that play in? Because social, I mean, thinking about social media, I know people who have teenage girls right now and they're like oh my gosh I wish there was no social media because it's it's literally killing these girls mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. um, but what do you think that does like for women over 50 because it's kind of the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum right but ageism is real seriously mm -hmm. I'll give you an example I'm like, only 31 so I'm not quite I know, sure about, you're not quite yeah, sure where you fit but yeah. that's okay <laughs> But this, this is the thing. But this is the thing, though. Even on social media, like I'll give you an example. I'm on TikTok. Do you know how many people have asked me the question, like, why are you on TikTok? Like, isn't that supposed to be for young people? I'm like, says who? Why are people always putting you in boxes? I'm like, why are people putting? Why? Why? Because I want to be. Exactly. And so, and that's where it starts from, like little things like that, where right. you know people tend to say, well, that's not for you. Says who? Right. And, and and I know they, they post comments like, oh, you know, you're over 50. Why are you there? But you know what? I'm going to be there. And I have a lot of followers on TikTok. Yeah. And I over 10,000, right? Oh, yeah. I have 37,000. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, yeah. Pete. And I love my followers. And I'm on TikTok because of that. And she's on TikTok Thank Live right now. Thank you. Uh, 1,100 listeners Thank right now. Thank you. What, what's, your, what's your handle on TikTok? Kwavi um, underscore TV. The same one. Okay, yeah. Kwavi yeah. underscore TV. Guys, you can get her on yeah. TikTok right now, especially you over 50 years. It's okay to be on TikTok. Yes. I'm 31 and I'm on TikTok and I don't do anything. I have like three followers. so I know. love it though. For me, it's me. It's like I can listen. I love music and I love using that as a medium to talk about my message and it works. And guess what? Most of the people that follow me are my age, which is amazing. And that's what you are, right? That's yeah. how you're going at. That's how you know you're doing it right. Yeah. But what's cool is that that's going to be, I'm going to prophesize mm -hmm. over you. Is that a word? Prophesy? Prophesy over you. Yeah. yeah no, mm -hmm. I wasn't raised in a church, okay? <laughs> Um, so your brand is getting so big now that people younger than 50 are going to start really, really tuning into you because they want to preempt the 50-ness. And that's interesting. You should say that. I had someone uh, reach out to me the other day. She's like, wow, you know what? You make me want to become 50. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's, there the, you go. that's the work. That's I'm how doing. you know. Yeah. Like once you, once you bust out of your target mm -hmm. audience and other people really start following yeah. you that's when you know yeah you know what i mean which yeah. is amazing but yeah. you are very 
um, I think so many so in business and, and advertising and marketing, right? I see so many times when somebody comes to me and they're like, I want to advertise. And I'm like, all right, well, who's your target customer? And they're like, black women. I'm like, that's not the target. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, black men. Uh, no, that's not target. Okay. Your target is very specific, specific. and neat. Like, it's Correct. so specific that you give this person a name. How old is she? What does she do? Is she married? Mm-hmm. Does she have kids? Is she yes. black? Is she white? Does she shop? Is she depressed? Is she overweight? Is she underweight? Does exactly. she work out? What's her name? Right. Like, that is the person, and that is the only person, guys, I'm telling you, you get free business advice right now. <laughs> That's the only person you talk to, whether you're talking to her on mm-hmm. TikTok or if you're talking to her on Instagram or Facebook or you know, wherever you are, whoever your avatar is. That's what we call in, in marketing an avatar. avatar. It's like right. your perfect yeah. client yeah. or customer. Yeah. Whoever that person is, that's the only person you talk to. That's right. And if you do it right, a lot of other people will listen too. True. <laughs> you know? So true. But, but kudos to you. Yeah. So you start doing this and then... The book. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What inspires you to write 50 questions to answer when you reach 50? Yeah. And the reason why I did this, because so I'm on this mission where I want to impact a million women. And so I figured I could do it through different ways, through the people I work with, one-on-one through my online community called Flourish. And I thought, you know what? A book would be another way to kind of help people through this process. Because this book was created so that women 50 and over can fall in love with themselves one question at a time. As you know, you keep talking. Yeah. I'm just gonna and 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 that's and that's the goal because I really feel that women, once they hit 50, for a lot of them, they begin to you know lose who they are. They sometimes look in the mirror and they're like, "Who am I?" And I want women to kind of get back to who they were. I mean, when I speak with clients, I hear that all the time. Like, I just want to find myself again. I don't know who I am anymore, mm. and that's mainly because they have done so much for others for so long that they no longer recognize who they are because they've fit themselves. They've, you know, they've kind of morphed into different beings to fit other people. And now they're like, who am I? They don't know who they are, but they feel this yearning to be more. And so that's why they come to me. And so I love the work that I do because I see the difference in women. I see how they light up when they begin to do the work that they were called to be. And it's just amazing. I love it. And I love the book. What I let me tell you what I really like about this book. Again, fifty questions to answer when you reach fifty. A guide to help women shine and thrive in their fifties and beyond by Quavi. She's so big, she don't even have her own name. Just Quavi. Just Quavi. Maybe one day people will just call me Michelle. I don't know. A girl can dream. <laughs> a girl can dream. I'm okay with empty dubs though for right now. <laughs> Guys, we're on Real Radio, eleven hundred AM with Quavi, international speaker, life coach, author. And what I really love about this book is that it gives you an opportunity to kind of journal, but it doesn't, but it's not overwhelming. You know, some, like if you buy a journal, like you have to write in it. And if you have to write in it, it's like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But this book kind of tricks you into it. But that was intentional too. I love it. I, I read a lot, but I also noticed that from time to time I would read and I'd get excited. Yeah. And then once I dropped the book, nothing. So I said, you know what? I'm going to write a book that women can take action while they're reading it. Because that's the only way transformation happens. You mm-hmm. have to take action. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put that in there. Right. That way they can do that. I love this one question because we all have this, but we don't We don't always 
live our lives according to it. Mm-hmm. One thing on which you will not budge. Mm-hmm. Like there's something that no matter what, it ain't happening. It's probably 13 for you. <laughs> you got more. <laughs> she's a bossy blankety blank. Uh, so she's got lots of things she ain't budging on. But I mean, that's that's important because it's almost like I align that with like your vision or yes. your why, yes. right? Like the end game and reverse yes. engineering back to it. And so if you know what you stand for, what you won't budge on, what you won't tolerate, it really can, it it, yes. it directs your path. Oh, yeah. There's a vision, like you know the vision. Yeah. And so you can't deviate. If you don't know what those things are, you'll end up doing stuff, you know? And for a lot of these women who at this point when they're reading this book, they've probably done things they didn't want to really do. And right. this brings them back to themselves again. Mm-hmm. Let me, I'm glad you said that. This brings them back to themselves again. Mm-hmm. What is a way that people can get, or women can get back to themselves or anyone, I guess? One of the questions, like the first question in this book is, is I put it there purposely. There was a reason why I did that. And that is the question about what are some of the things you love about yourself? Mm-hmm. When you start, I really believe that self-love is the foundation for everything we do in the world. Right. Like, I look at it as like the foundation of a house. So without that foundation, it's almost like a house crumbles. Like, what do you really, truly love about yourself? And that is where it begins. Like, come back to that. Because right. there are things. Because if you don't love yourself, you don't do anything. I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. Like, for me, I'm a soccer mom. So I have boys that play soccer. And I'm going to be honest with you. There are times I do not want to go take them to places. Mm-hmm. But you know why I do it? Because I love them. And that's what I want women to do for themselves. Do things for yourself, even when you don't feel like it, but because uh, you love yourself so much, you do it because you think that's it's a good. benefit. Yeah. That's good. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to ask you a question because we see people like Quavi, not Christy. <laughs> not calling her by her government name. We see people like you, right? And oh, then, thank you. I'm getting some hearts. Yay, we love the hearts. Um, and we think, okay, like, how is she doing this? She's a life coach. She's in, like, her life is great. Mm. It's perfect. She's always smiling. Right? I mean, that's what people think. She's always smiling. She's always in a good mood. She looks beautiful on Michelle's mm. show. The green is just popping. The face is beat. Mm. Like, does she, she don't understand what I'm going through. Like, mm. she never, like, I mean, sounds like she had it great. What does she know about being 50 and, and not loving yourself and being depressed and being overweight? And But, like, she don't know nothing about Look at her. Yeah. But you know the strangest thing? I tell people, listen, I'm not special. We're all the same. It's just you, I've decided to just take that step forward. And sometimes I get the nose, but I keep on going. I don't let the nose stop me from keeping moving forward. That's the difference. We're all the same. Mm. You know? We are. We are. And the thing is, what's the saying? We're more alike than we are different. Yes, we are. But we live like we're all so different. Because you, you focus on that. That's the difference. I don't focus on that. I'll give you an example. Can I talk about this? Uh, you, that was my, yep, we were going into it. Have at it. Okay, so Put I'll, your crown on while you talk about it. This I is Miss Miss Classic Georgia. Her crown, crown. her crown is so big it won't fit over her microphone. Right. But I'll tell you this. So I get this question a lot. Like people are asking Low key flexing. Why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> it always takes you two I to three you. seconds. I yeah. know you. <laughs> So people ask me, like, why did you decide to enter a pageant? You're 53 years old. Why? And you know what? I did it because I want to be an example for women. And I did some research on pageants. Typically, people who enter pageants are white. Typically, people who enter pageants are young. And typically, people who enter pageants are, I mean, like, 
have long flowing hair and typically blonde hair. I'm not any of those, but I'm like, I can do this because pageant might not be your thing, but guess what? There might be something out there that you want to do and you're thinking, oh, I can't do it because everyone that does it looks like this. Don't let that stop you, I'm telling you. And I entered the competition, I won. And so I go to Florida in June for nationals. That's so dope. So I'll keep you posted. <laughs> That's so dope. But so just like people said, and I know we got to take a yeah. quick break, but mm-hmm. just like people said, why are you on TikTok? Or why don't you drink? I saw one of your yeah. Instagram. It was yeah. like, why don't you drink? Like, not even during the holidays, which I would be one of those, like, girl, you sure you're not wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but, but did anybody say, like, why are you doing that? Like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, people ask me that. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, because but, but that's the thing though. People focus on everyone being. We're not all the same. You can go after your goals. I, okay, fine. I was the oldest person in the pageant. I was the only one with short hair. So what, dude? We're keeping you real on eleven hundred AM. Real, the real eleven hundred AM right here, over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. And we know Quavi is completely over the top, but we mean that in the best way possible. Thank but you. y'all need to be over the top too, which means you gotta stay because we're gonna take a quick yes. break. We're gonna come back. We got the Ask Michelle segment. You can call in the number's four oh four six zero three eighty seven seventy one call come back. One call in, ask a question of Quavi, ask a question of me. And then we got senseless shenanigans. Guys, stay tight, staying tight, hang tight. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Golly, I'm tongue tied. We'll be right back with more 1100 over the top. Michelle Taylor Willis. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. What's up, guys? We are back over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis on The Real 1100 AM. You can also find us on the iHeart Network. You just go in the app and just be like, yo, what's over the top? And then like, boom, just pops up like Thanksgiving dinner. Speaking of Thanksgiving dinner, we are going to do a little bit of this, this new segment I've got. I've never done like segments before on radio, but we got a senseless shenanigans segment that I'm going to talk about in a second and it's really tied to Thanksgiving dinner but we got Quavi Agbe Agbe in the house she is Miss Classic Georgia she's actually going to compete in June you said yes for the national title Mm -hmm. which is just amazing um but I know when we went to break I said that you guys could call in if you have a question it's ask Michelle time so you can ask my guest Mrs. Beautiful Quavi Miss Classic Georgia here 404 603-8770 if you're watching on Facebook or Instagram at Michelle Taylor Willis feel free to call in you can ask a question but until that happens I'm going to dive into this senseless shenanigans thing okay shenanigans 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 yes shenanigans <laughs> Okay, what's up with the people in the crazy, disgusting Thanksgiving dinners? Like, and then, okay, so there's this one post, and thank you, Desiree, my intern, sent me these pictures. Okay, there is literally, if you're following me on Instagram, at Michelle Taylor Willis, or Facebook, I don't know what we've got up right now, but... And TikTok. And TikTok. Well, yeah, TikTok, at Michelle Taylor Willis. I never promote TikTok, because I just... But I'm going to do better. You've inspired me. Do it, girl. Quavi, to do, do better. Do um, and we've got some pictures that we can post up here. But, <laughs> Desiree, put in the camera, put this one picture of... It's a plate of food, which, by all accounts, looks normal. And then there's, like, this pink goop over it like literally pink goop it's like if nickelodeon 
had pink slime. Remember the slime? Remember the slime yeah. when people get uh-huh. slimed? Yeah. If Nickelodeon, you remember that, Greg? When people got slimed, this would be the pink version of it. It's senseless. What is it then? I, who knows? And then they, this is how you know that something doesn't taste good. I was about to curse, but I'm not allowed to curse on terrestrial radio. So we got, we're working on that. But I promise the pink stuff is not disgusting. If you have to give me a disclaimer on what I'm about to eat to tell me that it's not, it's you know, wrong. it's kind of like saying mm, something wrong. It's kind of like saying it's, that's funny. You know, you know, something's not funny when somebody says, Oh, that's funny. funny. You're like, okay, that joke did not land at all. It's kind of like, I promise this isn't just, and they said the pink stuff. I promise the pink stuff is not disgusting. Mm, Okay. That means it tastes like Mm. dog doo-doo. What about the, okay, the other one, pull up the one with the, the beak, oh my gosh. I, I think this is a turkey. Here's the caption on Twitter. Look dot at dot this dot turkey. And somebody actually said What is that? It, it looks somebody said this is a beagle. Ooh. It it this looks like a long oh my gosh. You guys gotta just follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis on everything and just see the picture. We're gonna post a picture of this in my stories later. Go to my stories at Michelle Taylor Willis. And check it out. This thing looks, it it just, I don't, did they wrap the turkey like mm. it's a roast? Is that what they did? They used mm. twine? This is not a prime rib, friends. Mm. It's barely a turkey. It looks like a chicken. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. You know what, though? What? You know what it might be? What? I heard, I mean, serious. I heard this a few days ago. That something called the Tudurkin. Oh, uh, well, that's that senseless it? too. That's some bull sense. Is, is that it? <laughs> that's I'm some bull. I don't listen, friends. <laughs> why are we recreating wheels here? I mean, it's a turkey. It's not a turkey. Like, do we have to really like? We got to put a spin on turkey now. I know. You know what the spin on turkey what is? is that? Tell me. Make something else. That's right. Don't make a. Turkey, duck, and chicken. And hen like, or chicken. Or, all I mean, together, yeah. What the, and what kind of mating is it? Okay, I'm not even going to go. I mean, like, seriously, we are <laughs> senseless shenanigans. This is why it's called senseless shenanigans. That's all I got for today on that. I mean, I've had enough. I just can't. I can't do it. Guys, you can still call in. Ask Michelle, 404-603-8770 if you're watching or following me Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anything at Michelle Taylor Willis. You can call in, too, if you're listening on The Real 1100 AM right now on your drive home. Hopefully, we're making it a little bit more engaging for you. You can absolutely call in. But here's what I wanted to get back to real quick before we take our uh, our, our, our final break. Retreats. Yeah. I know I mentioned this earlier, and yeah. I was joking about retreats to Malaysia. But, no, she literally, yeah. like, pick, pick a random place anywhere on the face of the earth. And she'll be like, yeah, I took 13 women there <laughs> two years ago, right before COVID. We had detox water every morning. We did 13 hours of yoga, you know, just to kind of get the day started. That doesn't sound like, like me, though, but I, okay. It doesn't, but I really, it's the voice that I was I know, going with. I know, I know. I'm going that's with it. this voice. <laughs> and it'll only cost you $35,000, Michelle, for two and a half days. Are you going to come with us? Uh, No. You know where my kids go to school. (laughs) Oh, come on. It's not that much. It's not that much. But it's so worth it, though. I do love doing them, though. 
And, and let me tell you why I started doing those retreats. I realized that for a lot of women, they would plan vacations for family, right? And then when they'd come back, they need a vacation from the vacation because they were tired. And so I got this bright idea to have a retreat for women like that. In other words, you don't do anything. And when I mean you don't do anything, all you do is pay for your flight. As soon as you land at the airport, we pick you up. In fact, we give you a packing list of what to bring because we're like, we want to make sure that you are taken care of all the way. And we get a private chef. So if you have any dietary requirements, that's taken care of. And you are just in a place where you're just pampered and taken care of for six days and seven nights. Seven days, six nights, I mean. Yeah. And it's just absolutely bliss. It really is. What do people walk away with from that? All right. So I'll tell you this. So what we normally do is the way it's structured is in the mornings, you know, after breakfast, we have like coaching. So we just talk about Things that you probably have wanted to talk about and you haven't spoken about in a long, long time. Or maybe you've mentioned it to family members and they're like, why are you talking about that? You know. <laughs> and so, and, and you know what, in all honesty, I tell my clients this all the time. Your family and friends are not there to motivate you because they don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I get them to really start thinking about things that they truly, really want. And, um, and, and this is the thing. They've come up with amazing things. Like I had a lady who wanted to start her own practice. She was a physician. Two years after that, she started her own practice. Another lady mm-hmm. wanted to go back to school, you know, and she went back to school. And so this is the space for you to think without any interruptions. No spouse, no kids, no pets, no, no parents, no siblings, just you. How many, I mean, when was the last time you were able to stay for like a number of days just to think about yourself? Like you can take a nap. I know we have you know, scheduled private time. So you can actually just, if you want to take a nap during that private time, you can do that. If you want to just mingle with the other ladies at the retreat, you can do that. If you want to make phone calls, you can do whatever. When was the last time you ever had time to just do nothing? For seven days. Like, really. And then in the evenings, we do all these different adventures. Like, we have all these different things that we do. Yeah. It's amazing. Do any of those adventures involve alcohol because I know oh, yeah, yeah. Do you impose oh, your no. beliefs on them oh no 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 <laughs> alcohol yes they can drink well I actually asked them what, what are the things that they like like I remember this lady she loved her coffee at 7 a.m. and you know what I got them to take coffee to her room at, you know at 7 a.m. so I oh, want to wow. know because I want this to be luxurious to you right I oh, want yeah. you to really feel that you're being taken care of because you're always taking care of others there are massages right oh we do spa day the day after that's you know that's a, a known thing. Like Can we they request know. the type of masseuse yeah. that we want? The type of masseuse or type massage, of massage therapist? Well, not well, like the person. Like, well, no. I mean, I, I, look, well, say, not for me necessarily, but okay, like if I wanted, a like, a, yeah, I'm asking for a friend that okay, might want to go. Like, if you know, I don't know, like a six six kind of, you know, strapping mandingo well, well, warrior see, type. That can be. I arranged. feel like that's what she would like. I mean, that, if she's getting a massage, I feel like she probably that's want that. You know, okay, yeah, we can arrange that. Who comes in the speedo? I mean, I don't. I'm guessing this is what she wants. She wants, right? Okay, so we can make we can we can arrange that okay. for real. <laughs> yeah, and so that I mean, so it's just amazing. You're funny though. <laughs> well, tell that friend that it can be arranged. You can do. You can make anything happen. We can make anything happen for a small fee. fee. <laughs> <laughs> for just a little bit of a fee, Michelle, you can do it all. Yeah. Okay, listen, this has been, I can't believe it's almost 6 o'clock. Yeah, I know. It's been almost two But I just want to say something. What? The retreats, because of COVID, it kind of took a, you know, because of COVID, we couldn't really do much of it. Yeah. But 
Now I decided I'm going to do one in the U.S. So I'm actually doing one in Savannah in February. Oh, what? I might make that. Yeah. Maybe we should come up and with a little... And it's only four days. So, okay. You know, Savannah's sure. nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we could do like a, you know, advertising in the magazine. Maybe you... I mean, I don't know. I mean, just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Just okay. Stand up for All right. Maybe I'll do some posting for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, listen, guys. You've been amazing. Thanks for hanging with us. If you're listening on The Real 1100 AM or watching at Michelle Taylor Willis on Just About Everything, thank you so much. We got one more break to take. The music's going to be fantastic. So don't go away after the music. Come back. Let's find out how we can do business with Quavi, how you can follow her, how you can make her your best friend, and how you can buy her book. Hang tight. Be right back with more Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Guys, I'm so glad we had this time together. That's all I know. You know that, right? I would not be singing with you. (laughs) Listen, I don't mind making a fool of myself. That's why I have so much success, because I don't care. Welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. It's so hard not to say according to Michelle, because on TV, when I'm on the TV show, it's according to Michelle. Welcome to According to Michelle. Welcome back, According to Michelle. And then, you know, on my previous radio show, it was According to Michelle. It was like, you're... Listening to According to Michelle. So to say over the top is, I mean, I, be, I have to be very intentional with this speak yeah. right now. You're doing good, though. But I, Am I doing all right? You're doing all right. Does it sound first like First time? I'm, good. First time, that's right. It's over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on The Real 1100 AM. If you don't know, now you, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the iHeartRadio <laughs> Network, too. Just go and search for Over the Top. Michelle Taylor Willis, you will see my face just like smiling. Hey, guys. Hey, friends. What's up, girl? Hey, girl. Hey. We got the most amazing Miss Classic ever. Period. Forget about you. I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead. I'm going to say that June pageant, that's yours, friend. Oh. That's what I hope. No, 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 no. We don't okay. hope here. Oh, we're doing. Okay. Yeah. It's on. So when I win that pageant in June. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going. There you go. That's it. I mean, words matter, right? Oh, they do. Here's here's the thing, though, and I'm sure you'll subscribe to this, too. What I've learned is that the winning doesn't always look like what we think it looks like. True. Right? Yeah. Like, I say life happens for me. Life happens for us. It doesn't happen to me. It doesn't happen to us. I agree. And it doesn't always mean that the outcome is going to be what we think think. the outcome is going to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I say you're going to take home the big crown. What's the other one? Gold or something? <laughs> we don't know what the other one is. We don't know what it is. <laughs> but I say, you know, but you're going to win. In June, you're going to come away with something. It could be the crown. It could yeah. be. But the, there's going to be a big win in it. And I you. agree. And I agree with that, though, because just the process and getting there, that yeah. is a journey in itself. Right. And so I totally believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. 50 questions to answer when you reach 50. A guide to help women. Oh, you just took the I can't finish the rest of the. She just <laughs> if you're if you're listening on Real 1100, she just took the book from out. In front. So I was literally reading it. And then she's like, let me show my Instagram followers. And I couldn't finish it. A guide to help women <laughs> shine and thrive in their 50s and beyond by Quavi. I mean, I love it. She has autographed by the author. I'm, I'm going to start putting that on my, can we make a note? Desiree, to, let's, let's, I want the gold stamp. 
put an autograph by the author. I yeah. want to start putting that on my books and just carrying them around. Yeah. Um, all right. How do people go and buy this book? This book is available on Amazon online. It's available in Target online and on Barnes & Noble online and Goodreads.com. Oh, yeah. I love Goodreads. Yeah. I have a whole one five-star review on Goodreads. I feel mm -hmm. very good about it. Mm -hmm. I feel very yeah. good about it. Yeah. So what's next? What's next? Right now, I have a retreat in Savannah coming up in February. So that's my next thing. I'm Where do very people excited. go to sign up for that? So you can go to my website, kwabi.com, to get on and see that. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited because that's my first U.S.-based yeah, retreat. Yeah, you, why'd you decide to change? And why Savannah? What, COVID, well, right? Well, with COVID, because <laughs> we have one in Greece that was supposed to be in September, but we have to move it till next year, September. And I had people asking, like, you know, I'd really love to go on your retreats. And, and most times people say, well, I can't go abroad. I really want to have something close. And I thought, you know what? Savannah is an amazing city. And I thought, let's do it there. So four days, fun, adventure, all rolled into one. Can you give us, like, a little tiny sneak peek of what something really cool we might be doing? Oh, goodness. You hear I say we. <laughs> well, I'll tell you that. I mean, just as soon as you arrive... It's just, it's just on as soon as you get there. Seriously. I have, I can't even say what I want. I, I'm not going to say it because it's a surprise, but I have all these things worked out that, listen, when they, when you come on my retreats, you become a teenager again in the best way, in the best okay, way. Okay. I'm going to bring my cheerleading uniform. Bring it on, girl. <laughs> bring it on. I'm serious. That, that skirt will be like a uh, friend. I'm going to need you to, yeah, I have to change the zippers out or something. I'll be like, no, it's supposed to be open. This it is, is what. Listen, you become, on my retreat, you know what ends up happening? The last days, the women are like, do we really have to go home? We have to go cook. We have to do all these other things. I'm like, yeah, but listen, you're a different person now. You're a different person. It's amazing. I love it. I love seeing how the women look when they start. They're almost like kind of cautious, like what's going on? And then. Day four, day five is like you yeah, because they don't know who each they other, are, right? uh, and that's the thing. They all bond. Like all my retreats, the friend, they've all kept in touch. They've all kept in touch. You're building like a whole new yeah, network. a new friendship circle. And you know how it is. Sometimes when you get older, you kind of a bit you know cautious about who you right. It's like everyone is just down to earth. We have so much fun. We are doing things that you know you just kind of leave your inhibitions and just kind of just be. And that's it. hard to do. It is. You know, it, it is. is. But when you are, you clearly are confident. Um, you've been confident. I mean, ever since you were, I mean, you were raised to be confident. I think, I know, coming from a Nigerian family, you, that's, I've not met a, an unconfident, non-bossy, uh, non-not telling people who they are, what they want, Nigerian ever. I mean, they just, but I, I say that in a great way because you're bred to basically think and know that you are the best right um and so you walk around with your chest stuck out if you i mean if you think about it i mean i don't know what you guys believe but you know as someone who believes in god i walk around with my chest stuck out because i'm like my father rules the world right so yeah i got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about that and and so you clearly walk around with a great chip on your shoulder you always have um, and it's tough for people. If you're not confident, if you're not secure in who you are, what your identity is or looks like, it's hard to go around 10, 15 women and say, yeah, hey, nice to meet you. It's good, you know? But the thing is, one thing I do, though, is I make everyone comfortable. It's, this is not about, you know, making you feel like, oh, I, that can't be me. 
I make it so comfortable where you just, everyone just blends in. Mm -hmm. Everyone, and I wouldn't even use the word blending. Everyone is, I make it where people are safe to be who they are in their own unique way. And it's okay. It really is. So if you haven't figured it out by now, you need to be following her. Tell them again on all socials how they can find you, Kwavi. All right. So I'm on TikTok on at Kwavi underscore TV. I'm on Instagram at Kwavi, and that's K-W-A-V as in Victor I underscore TV. You can also follow me. Um, you can visit my website, which is www.kwavi.com. And, um, oh, yes, and I'm on YouTube also. You can follow me on YouTube. I'm on YouTube, Kwavi TV also. So hopefully you'll be following me. I love to meet new people. And this is all I do. It's like I want to uplift women because I really believe that women can change the world. Women have changed the world. And they're changing it women even do more. Change the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, thank you so much for being my first show. I can't believe it. It's God, we made does it feel like you've been here for two hours? Honestly. No. I've been here for two hours, people. Yeah. Really. It's two crazy. Hours. Everybody should come on the show, right? So much fun. Yeah, so much fun. If you're if you're lucky enough to pass the vetting process. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it's very strict. I hear the TV, the, I mean, the radio host is very uh, picky about who brings in. But, you know, maybe you'll make the cut like Kwabi did. Well, I did. She did. Yeah, but you were like soaring past that thing. Guys, listen, thank you so much for welcoming welcoming me, iHeartRadio Network, 1100 AM listeners, the real 1100 AM listeners. This has been the first over-the-top show I was about to say, according to Michelle, <laughs> over the top show with Michelle Taylor Willis. And we named it over the top because everybody we bring you in this studio is going to be over the top. They're going to be performing at a high level. They're going to be operating in this realm of significance. Success is not enough. Success is about you and your close circle and your family. Significance is about everybody else. How do you take what you've done in your circle and influence the world, yes. right? And Quavi is living clearly in a realm of significance and you should be too. And yeah. let me tell you quickly how you can do it. Figure out what your purpose is. What's your passion? Why did God put you on this earth or the universe or whatever you call it, I call it God, right? Um, why did he put you on this earth? To affect others. Figure yeah, that out. For sure. Surround yourself with people who are smarter than you way smarter than you in ways that you aren't, mm -hmm. who can help you execute on vision and help you monetize your passion. And I promise the world will be your oyster, but at that point, you'll be living in a realm of significance and you too will be over the top. I'm here every Wednesday on the real eleven hundred AM radio at four PM from four to six. I am your drive. Home friends, you can follow me at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. But right now, I'm out. I got red carpet, baby. Yay. See you. Bye. You've been over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on the Real 1100. Night, Michelle.